Through the lens of loving local and seeing global, we obsessively search for people whose stories need to be told and how OKC played a supporting role. Hosted by Katherine Bexton and Emmy Coves, welcome to Action City. Emmy! Hi. Hi. I can't believe we're doing our pit and peek. I know, I'm so excited. I don't know how much pitting and peeking has gone on well, with me. I'm trying to think. Okay, so actually, you know what? I have an amazing peak. Oh my gosh! Okay, so pit and peak. I feel like since I've seen you, my pit has been. I think my pit has been that. Oh my gosh! I'm blinking. Okay, my peak has been the weather. I'm so happy it's sunny. Am I allowed to talk about the weather? Yes. Is that so Are boring? Bothered by the. 30 mile an hour winds. I don't care. As long really? as the sun is Fox shining, is I would ra- I would have this wind with this sun any day over like I hate like a 50 degree day where it's like not like warm. I do. I hate like, like this I, morning. I was yes, miserable. Miserable. So miserable. I think let's see, what is my pit? I feel like my pit would be last night. My pit is like being a mom and having to do 85 things at once. So my kids are in swim lessons right now, which I love. Like I am a big, yes, actually. We should have Miss Marcy on. We should have Miss Marcy I'm on. in love with her. She is wonderful. So my kids do the I, ISR, Infant Swim Resource. Resource. Right? Yep. Um, so they've learned how to float. They learn how to swim. It's so that they fall in a pool. They can save themselves, that whole thing. And I it just, I love it. But the problem is, is that we, you know, you have to get the million towels and whatever and get there every day. And then afterwards, you have to dry them off, get them in the car. And then when we get home, it's like 445. So then I have to make dinner. Campbell yesterday just wanted to be held. So I literally made dinner one handed. And thankfully, Huffman's old enough to like watch Paw Patrol. But oh, my God. Then and you just feel bad that they're watching Paw Patrol. Oh, That's of course. I, I was like, oh, my God. Now they're watching. Too. And then it's so yes. just this downward spiral. Of- well, and of course, I'm like trying to make this beautiful dinner mm-hmm. and it, it just it never works. Something burns and it's just like, oh, my gosh. I think my day between 445 and 530 is the hardest. Is sure. the hardest. Yeah. And it's not even a full hour. It's just 45 minutes. But. I, but think about it. It could be from 3 to 5.30 if you didn't have swimming. Yeah. I always loved going to Marcy because... It breaks up it the breaks afternoon. Up the Even though yeah. they're only in the pool for 10 minutes, <laughs> yeah. which doesn't seem like very long, is that you ha- you takes forever to drive there. Yes, it, it's like something to do. It takes like an hour mm-hmm. and a half, which is kind well, of nice. But then it also made me sad because I'm like, they're getting older and now they're going to have activities after school. You know what I mean? It's like those days of like being lazy with your baby. Like when I would, when Huffman was nine months old and it was just the two of us, he'd come home from Mother's Day out and we'd just like cuddle and roll around. And you know what I mean? Like I've kind of realizing like those days are sort of over for our family at the moment. That's kind well, of sad. They're numbered. They're not. They're over. numbered. They, yeah. They're not. They're, they're, they're few and far But and, and then I was thinking like if we have another, you know, then which we want to, but. Then, you know, the baby will be getting drugged to soccer and baseball and ballet and all the stuff. You know what I mean? Like the days of just being able to like have them be little and just sit in the the right. space are over. But yeah, that's- sitting is over. But then when they get to be a little older, like mine are now old enough to where I do think yeah. there's, a, there's sometimes maybe too much sitting. And then I think, should we be doing something? Should we be playing a game? Should we be going somewhere? I guess that's true. It's like, yeah, it's always better. It's always greener on the other side or whatever. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I think that's, it was so fun though. 
because Huffman's now to that age where he's listening and he's more he he's listening and he has understanding almost like a child where he's not really a toddler anymore. I don't know what happened. He turned three on last two Saturdays ago and then all of a sudden now he's like this person. But um, I don't know. It's it also makes me sad, though. It's like a little bit of the I mean, I could literally love on my children for three hours and be content and just like not do anything, but just us pl- roll around in the playroom and that sort of thing. So I am I don't know. I'm sad that's leaving. But well, those there's fun things that are coming, though. I know it'll be replaced with something just as wonderful. Well, and that's the thing. It's like people are like, oh, but seeing them. Yeah. See them going to soccer games and all that stuff. I'm sure that's fun. I'm just like not really ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like the first time where I was sad that I didn't have two like almost babies anymore because he's kind of a kid now. But anyway, what were your wait? What was your great peak? Okay, so Gracie was supposed to have a softball game last night. So Gracie and Neely both played softball at PCAA for years. Gracie was supposed to play last year, but they canceled it because of the pandemic. So she would have been in sixth grade last year. They were they still did like machine pitch because this is like. Tidly Winks. Oh my gosh, I got hit with a machine but pitch ball one time. Oh, we had a girl um, get her finger sliced off. Stop. The ball hit her finger and her finger was on the bat and it literally cut the end of her finger. Like the tip her of her finger? No. In the middle of the game. So yes, the machine pitch is dangerous. But oh my so God. we're going to watch, we're supposed to watch her play softball last night. And of course, they're playing some club team who like plays every single day of the week oh and goes gosh. to a tournament every weekend. Well, and they're they're probably not doing the slow pitch. They're doing uh, like the over the head thing. It's insane. Oh my gosh. They had this teeny tiny little girl who could not have weighed more than like 75 pounds was pitching it so fast you can't imagine. Like so, and they lost 17 to zero oh, last no. week. Okay. <laughs> so was that last week? To whatever that was, last week. So last night they're supposed to have another club game. And at 3:15, Gracie calls me and she's like, Mom. The game is canceled. The other team isn't coming. And I was like, oh, she was so upset. 15 minutes later, she calls me. Mom, we're playing the parents. Okay, are you and dad going to play? And I was like, uh, hello, yes. Wait, you, I will they're always playing play the parents? Yes. Stop. So at 3.30, they started rounding up the parents for a 5.30 game. All the parents show up to play the seventh and eighth grade girls in softball. And it's hysterical because Gracie's whole grade played, I mean, a whole grade, all of her friends played softball and all the dads coached it. And so it's like a reunion of all the seventh grade dads. The moms play. It was so amazing. I mean, it was a little windy. Did you win? Well, there was some discrepancy on, on the, on the scorekeeping and the umpiring. Two of Gracie's friends. Who was the ump? Petra and Kate were the umps. And I mean, Petra and Kate, um, to their credit, they did stand out out there the whole time for five innings or whatever, umping it. But they, it got a little confusing. I think that we lost. Gracie thinks they won, and Jim thinks we tied. So I don't really know. But I mean, I got to hit the ball. I got really? to pitch. I was the pitcher for one inning. Uh, fun. We did slow pitch. We let the girls do fast pitch. I mean, we had the best time. I mean, only two people got injured. I mean. It was, Is that a good game? Only two? Well, not two kids, two grownups. Oh no! Because I mean, I'm just gonna. You should see. Yeah, the they like pull the muscle to run from oh, one base. God. Well, Even me, who exercises all the time. Oh yeah, isn't like going in a full blown sprint. Well, but still, in your mind, you're probably like the last time I did this, I was like 16 or 17, yeah. and when I was super fast and agile. And you don't want the ball when somebody hits the ball really hard. It's coming at your face. You're like, uh, no, no, no. So you move your face out of the way. But yeah, you're not one, trying to catch it. You're not trying to catch it. There's one person, Eric. He runs. He's like runs way more than I do. 
And he pulled a muscle. Stop. So trying to sprint. So the sprinting is different from the jogging. I'm not going to. But that was the best time. I mean, you could hear Gracie from the side going, seven innings. Let's play seven innings. And we because we were only supposed to play five. I mean, it was it was Wait, that amazing. sounds so fun. And what was so fun about it is it was so spur of the moment, right? Like those are sometimes the best surprises that you don't. Yeah. That you don't anticipate. And you're not worrying about it for two weeks. And you're not thinking, can I get there? Can I not get there? You're just like, I'll be there. Oh, that's so fun. So that was a really great That like makes me want to go play dodgeball. Or wait, no, not kickball. Kickball. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same kind of thing. So so now we said that we're going to organize one for the summer with a reunion fun. of the softball team and the parents and the kids. So it was really fun. So my pit, oh, I, it's just the general housework. Yeah. That seems to cause a lot of issues in my house. There's there's a there's some misunderstanding of my family members as to what clean is, what clean isn't, who's responsible for cleaning. Are you still doing their laundry? Well, I'm still well, no. I am paying Gracie to do the laundry because she wants what? to because she wants to make earn some money for some things. But I You can't pay your daughter for a chore she should be well, doing. She, I know. She's doing she, they're gonna for get everybody. so mad at me by they're hearing me. So I know. She's doing everybody's laundry though. She didn't do it this week though. Last week she was on it, she did it, but this week it's me. So it's Aren't you just, scared they're gonna find some like crazy never mind. I guess I don't know. No. I well, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just think about like emptying pockets and stuff. I mean, if they do, they do. Wow. To have a conversation. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, really that's true. unfortunate. But so the housework, as usual, the housework puts me over the edge. Yeah. Because guess what? I have a job too, mm-hmm. just like my husband. It'd be one thing if I, you know, if I, my job was to do the housework, but that's not my job. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm just, it's just a constant battle. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that. I mean, I could, I do everybody's laundry, but Jeff's. Oh, but what what happens when he takes when he's like get his stuff in the washer when you're ready to run the wash? So I have a new system where I bought this thing at the container store and it's like three um three kind of places you can put laundry and if his is in the dryer and not folded I just put it in that clean and okay. it's out of the way. But because Jim says, can I do some jeans? And I said, absolutely not. I've got a limited amount of time to do yeah. laundry every every day. If you want to do jeans, you go round up every other pair of jeans in the house and, and them do them together. together. Not just your own jeans. I don't have time for that. So when we got it, I told I would never do Jeff's laundry before we were engaged. That was and so, smart, Emmy. Yeah, I, I so said no. Smart. And so we finally got engaged, and Jeff was like, "You can now you can do my laundry." And I was like, "Oh, you're kidding." Yeah. Oh, and we like, we're about ready to be unengaged. Well, so I said I would do it. He leaves a pen in his shorts and it ruins the whole load of laundry and so since then I go never again I was like huh. never doing your laundry again sometimes I'll be nice and fold his because he's really terrible at folding but I do not do his laundry out of principle from that event gosh I should have gotten my but my mom made me well. do my la- I swear I was 10 and she was because I would throw clean clothes in the dirty clothes but I would try them on and then I wouldn't uh-huh. fold I yeah yeah I mean I, I do, do go through them though and I weed out the clean clothes and give them back to him make them fold and put away no, you no. You need to. They need to. First of all, Neely's in high school. She, she cannot go to college and not know, and not know how like to do I laundry. Did. I went to college and had never done a lot of laundry. What? Yet. You were in boarding school. Um, you could pay a fee every year for a laundry <gasps> service. No, and you just every Tuesday or whatever, you'd like take your laundry bag. Same thing. You could throw whatever you wanted on the floor. It wasn't like by the piece. It was a flat fee for the whole year. No, and I would throw my laundry bin over. I can remember like over this balcony down, like where all they picked up all the laundry. I could send my entire closet every single week and it was the same price as if I sent nothing. No, you have to teach them because then when I moved to New York and I had to share a laundry 
a laundry room with the whole building. I knew how to guard my lawn. I knew how to like do the thing. And my roommates who are from New Jersey, they were so funny, but they had never done laundry in their lives. And they were like, roommates from New Jersey. I had, there were nine of us in a three bedroom apartment in New York. Oh, this is in New York. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They were, they were, it was hysterical watching them try to get their laundry done. They're like, somebody took my stuff out of the dryer. It was like, no, you got to, you got to put a timer on your phone and you got to run down there. Uh Yeah. Okay. So that's my plan for this week. I mean, I'm going to teach my kids how to do the laundry. I think that's a great idea. I will come too. You will? Yeah, sure. I need some backup. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Our next guest. So excited. We're so excited is Richard Taplin. He is the owner of Black and Studios, where we produce Action City. He grew up in Oklahoma City. He was born at Presbyterian Hospital, which is now OU. <laughs> and he moved to Edmond in second grade and went to Edmond Memorial, graduated from there, and has had lots of different exciting jobs along the way and ended up producing podcasts sort of by accident because it was something he loved to do and word of mouth spread. And people started showing up at his front door to record podcasts. So now he has a business, and this is his full-time job, recording podcasts. So we're so excited to get to hear his story. Welcome to Action City, Richard. Catherine, I am so excited to talk about our friends Leah Strickland and Whitney Moss of Leah and Whitney Real Estate. They have coined the term hashtag power of two, which means when you're working with them, you get double the expertise, double the brain power, and double the hustle. They build a network of buyers and sellers in every neighborhood, but they specialize in Quell Creek, Nichols Hills, Lakehurst, Belle Isle, and the Village. They have a combined 18 years of experience, and because of the hashtag power of two, there's an increased availability of showings, offers, and two professional opinions while negotiating. In addition, Leah and Winnie own their own brokerage, which allows them to put the client before the bottom line. They intentionally maintain a close-knit and well-connected team, which allows them to tailor their approach to meet the client's individual needs and goals. Lee and Whitney provide creative solutions for their clients because you're working directly with the decision makers. And now let's talk about their clients. They consider all of their clients to be friends, and they do an amazing job of listening to their hopes, dreams, and fears. Their goal is to make the real estate transaction as smooth as possible. Leah and Whitney have a strong industry network to call upon when searching for the right fit for a client, especially in markets where inventory is low. They have been known to reach out to homeowners directly, even if that homeowner hasn't indicated a desire to move. So even if your dream home isn't on the market, Leah and Whitney will deliver. They have no fear. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, please reach out to them. You can email them at team at leahandwhitney.com. Their website is leahandwhitney.com. That's L-E-A-H-A-N-D-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram at Leah and Whitney Realtors or on Facebook, simply Leah and Whitney. Thank you and Leah and Whitney for being a sponsor. Now back to the podcast. Richard, this is such a treat for us. I know that... uh, when did we meet? In October? Well, October. I called you. We did our studio tour in what? September? O- yeah. August, September? September. Because it was like right before I got like sick. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I recorded y'all's 
second episode when I got out of the hospital. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, and yeah. that was like, we didn't know what we were doing. And we still don't know yeah, what we're doing. We still don't know what we're doing. Surprised. But then I was, I didn't know how to handle that situation because you were like, I just got out of the hospital. I'm like, wait. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> like, what, what do we, we do? do? What should yeah. we do? But we handled it. We it did. It was great. So you know? now and now you're better. Yeah, I'm better months. now. I told almost... my dad to drop me up here and we made it happen. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Yeah, oh, your sweet father. I got to meet Poncho. Poncho. Oh, you know why? Yeah. That's one of the reasons I love you is that you're you are enmeshed in your family just the way Emmy and I are enmeshed in our yes. family. Oh so yeah, that's why. I mean, like you couldn't do what you do without your family. Same thing with no. me. Same thing. I mean, with yeah. Like, Roberta's been in the studio. <laughs> I haven't now. We I haven't brought my mom. I haven't subjected you to that yet. Why not? Well, yeah. Gosh, she's a lot. She'll show up, <laughs> but she. You think I'm late? I mean, she'll show up like she'll again. right, right, right oh, where gosh, you guys are ending. Listen to this. I'm going to be all in trouble again. I know. But she'll show up late. I mean, those are just the facts. Ah, it's okay. Okay. Because they always yeah. show up. That's they the beauty That's, of it. You know what? They always show they up. They always show up. That's, That's the beauty of family. Late. Yeah. They'd be late as hell. I'm normally late. Outside for up here. Well, so I know you went to high school at Emma Memorial. Correct. So were you born here? Yes. Uh, born, I guess you guys have to start from the beginning. We do. We always start at the beginning. And I always say we always start at the beginning. He's making fun of us because he listens to all of our episodes. I'm the guy's number one fan. That's just what it is. tortured him. I am the number one fan. But yes, I was born in Oklahoma City at Presbyterian, which is now, I guess, OU. Oh, okay. The OU area. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how old I am. It was Presbyterian did, back then. That was actually one of those places that I did call Presbyterian for the longest time, mm-hmm. just like the Cowboy Hall of Fame. And the Omni Finally, Dome. I've made the Or the Omniplex. Switch. Omniplex. Yeah. Omniplex. I finally made the switch to OU. But yes. I feel like OU really pushed that really they did. hard. They worked like, hard. Yeah. Super hard. They like, rebranded really well. They had really a little bad, more yeah. funding probably <laughs> yeah. behind it than the Omniplex did. Or, yeah. So it's yeah. worked for them. It yeah. definitely did. But yeah, that's where I was born at. Um Lit, uh, went to uh, Longfellow Elementary, which is over there by the zoo in Omniplex, yeah. uh, until I believe second grade or maybe first grade, and then we got shipped up to Edmond because shipped up. Yeah. How does that happen? What? Uh, <laughs> man, it's it's almost like especially back then as a black family, uh, I believe my mindset as my parents, and I love them like tsh, I love those two knuckleheads beyond <laughs> words can even express. But you know, they were like, I want to get my you know my son and my youngest daughter into better schools so yeah because you would have gone what to millwood yeah probably millwood yeah um yeah which millwood was right the street i remember so because you're you're two years older than me you're older than me uh, 87 oh okay so you're you're like, Why, like ninety? Years, Why did I just we have problems so doing you're like that? Three years, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but I remember. So I grew up out at Lake Galuma, uh-huh. which is near the zoo, and I remember my parents would, you know, Millwood has just been built. It was fairly recent yeah, to that was... time around when we were in middle school or lower school. Yes, yeah, when they really did mm-hmm. that complex over there. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I remember though reading an article in the Oklahoma about how rough Millwood was. And I'm and I don't mean that in like a derogatory way. I'm just saying that I think that and it became a really hard school. Yeah. Um I think a lot of Oklahoma public schools, you know, I won't say suffered, but I yeah. think it, it was challenging. You know, there's a reason why Oklahoma education system is ranked so bad. You right. Know, let's just keep it facts. And uh so I was second grade year. I, we went to I went to uh, we're Rogers Elementary. Oh, okay. So unique thing is that one one thing I always look back that I don't think my parents realized though is that putting a black kid in an all white right. school is going to it's going to be a, a slight challenge in its own uh, because it was. Yeah. Um, 
that was my first time experiencing like racism in a weird way too. Like I want to tell you the story real quick because yeah, it's like a, it was I'm a unique, unique story. So uh, there was this kid, and his te- his mom was a teacher at the school, and me and him throughout our whole Edmond public school life, we always just got into it with each other. There's always uh, someone. Yeah, we'll we'll seem like <laughs> he we're was friends. your nemesis. He was my nemesis, like nemesis. you say. There we go. And um. Uh, we got into it like in the playground, whatever. I think, I think it was actually, I think it was over some girls. And uh, he, you know, he pushed me. We, we got into it. So his mom, I guess, was like, oh, no, this isn't cool, blah, blah, Richard, would you come over to our house and, you know, enjoy watching Grease or whatever they did that <laughs> night? So they didn't stay too far from where we stayed. And um, I remember my mom dropping me off and we watched Grease, which, you know, if you go over at me, like Grease was like, you you had to watch. You had to know Greece. Like that was just a thing. So, anyways, and uh, his older sister came in the room. I think she must have been like maybe in middle school or high school, maybe. And she was like, "We're gonna play this game, but you can't play." Oh. And I was like, "What was the game? Is there not the enough game? boys? I don't know. I didn't get to play." Do you think she was saying it just because you were well at first like, in my head I was brother's like brother's nemesis? Or well, what do you I think? don't know. At first I was just like, man, like So that, that was, was weird. Because I did that and to I didn't, somebody at my at my first grade birthday. And I really didn't hit it yet, like is this racism? Because yeah. I really didn't understand racism at that time. Wait, so you think it was racism or you I, know I, it was? I know it was now. Just because uh, the next day when the other friends were telling me, like, hey, I was like, Hey, Austin, you know, Austin was not the kid's name, FYI. But, <laughs> We're not gonna say Yeah, yeah. When he was like, dude, you know, that was real messed up of her. That B, you know, when you're kids, you know, cuss yeah. words are like the oh, huge yeah. thing. So I was like, what are you talking about? You know, just FYI, after that, I left. Like, because oh, I was anything. in the room by myself. Aww. Oh, that is. Yeah. No, I was, yeah. Like, right. for hey, more than 30 minutes. Oh, weird. Yes. Yeah. So it was okay. super, it was just weird. Yeah. So then Austin was like, man, I was messed up, but she did. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, last night, I didn't invite you to play the game. You know why they didn't invite you, right? I was like, why? Because you're black. No. And he's a white guy. And I was like, really? He was like, man, because I'm going to lie, some of the stuff that this, she was saying in there was pretty messed up. And I was like, huh? And for it, Oh, no. Yeah. So, you know, he goes into details grade. saying, I was, I was third grade. Third grade. And uh, so he was like, yeah, she was talking about how, you know, dirty you might be and all what? this other stuff. And I was like, wow. No. Like, that is intense. And so, yeah. So, this was, her. I mean, yeah, so it you was had confirmation. Yeah, it was the confirmation. Next day. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. awful. Yeah, and I, I was glad, but that also showed me light, too, at the same time. Because here's Austin, a kid. Right. Who already understood. Like, the, and you're the just. The ignorance yeah. of people being racist. Wow. And me, I'm like, coming from all black community, you don't experience that. You hear about it, but you don't experience it because everybody right. looks like you. Right. And so, been you know sent to another area where you do have this other culture now you know that stuff gets hit to you and growing up in Edmond I'm glad it happened at such a young age because I'm not saying Edmond's racist but Edmond has come a long way yeah well <laughs> I mean really... I agree yeah. I, like thinking about because I dated a couple guys who went to Memorial and whatever and I mean yeah those schools were predominantly white mm-hmm. even in 2008 yeah I mean I don't know that's that's so sad it's sad. And, um, well, so but what did you, how did your parents handle that? Did you tell them? Honestly, like, I, I remember my mom, that's when my mom wanted to be more a part of the school. Mm. So she became, I don't know if you guys had a thing so called hard. Junior Great Books. No. It's like a reading 
club for like I think once a day during lunchtime. Okay. Um, a volunteer would come in. You guys read a book and you know, like while a book club. the teacher takes a break. You no, know, it's, it's, it's during recess and lunch yeah, breaks. And then, yeah. yeah. So yeah, while the teacher's gone or whatever. So uh, my mom wanted to start doing that, uh, you know, to show that, you know, Richard's not alone. He has both his parents here. Yeah. He is, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, so after that, I mean, I had a good time. You know, it wasn't weird. Uh, my school careers, I guess you say. Of course, you're going to always get hit with just that that racist stuff growing up as a black person. Yeah. That's just that's just part of the, the territory. But um that was probably my first one in Edmond. But other than that, I loved Edmond. And then, you know, I'm so not a small... So you're glad that, you, that your parents took you to Edmond and sent you to Edmond Post. Yeah, I mean, it's who I am now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I... And then but you, at the time, were you upset? Like, if if that had happened to me, I would be like, I want to move back. And I want to go to my old school. Like, in my, in yeah. my... You know, like, as a second grader, you know what I'm saying? No, I, feel, I think for me, I think my mind was always like, you know, my parents, you know, they know more than me. You know, granted, right. I was not the best kid. Why don't my kids <laughs> whatsoever? <laughs> but as far as like big picture goes, you know, that was that was their responsibility in my head. So, yeah, certain things happened in life that kind of had us questioning certain things. But you know, I just figured, yeah, you know, they know the bigger plan. Or they know Did the it get picture. better as you got older? Uh, I I got more confident who I am. Right. Um, I started playing football. Um, you know, athletic. I wasn't small either. So, like as far as bullying goes, that was right. never. That was never an issue in my case. Um, and some may argue, who may listen to this story, may say <laughs> I, I may have been on the other field of the bullying sometimes. But, you know, I, I didn't do it in ill intent, if you say. I, think, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think about myself in high school and I'm like, I'm a not, lot nicer I'm now. nicer now than I was. I think, I'm most, so much I think everybody is yeah. nicer than I'm they so were so as a teenager. Good friends. Do you still have friends from high school that you keep in touch with? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, there's probably, you know, of course, Facebook made it so much more easier nowadays for mm, people yeah. like us to be still yeah. in contact with your friends. Um, but yeah, uh, Elijah, the guy who you guys thought was my son. <laughs> Oh my God, that was, we're was like, nine, by the way. Yeah, it was nine. Elijah, you are my son. I know you listen to the show. <laughs> we're like, oh, um, that's so cute. He's trying to type know, in the that's password. That's so cute. He can't type in the, can't remember the password. <laughs> yeah, just for listeners, Elijah was one of the producers up here, and he had logged into the computer to try to do some work from home. But we could see, because it was screen mirrored. Yeah, we could see everything that he's doing. And uh, we thought it was like, Richard's oh, no. son, and so he kept trying the password, and it kept, and then he started playing a video game, and we're like, "Oh, that's so sweet." But he's like thirty-four, right? Richard? Yeah, yeah, he, he just turned thirty-four in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So he, 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 he's a grown man. Uh, but me and him met in middle school. Um, I think we met through band. I want to say. Um, oh, you were in the band too. It was there what because instrument? my parents kind of pushed it. They, they, that's one thing I love them. They pushed me into doing every Good. every single thing. Yeah, I didn't have a choice. Because I pushed my kids into a lot of stuff. Yeah, I used to cry during football practice. I don't want to yeah. go. They were like, too they bad. Every time. And then senior yeah. year, you were like loving it, right? Yeah, well, senior year. Huh. Well, maybe not. <laughs> what, what happened senior year? I was just a kid and, you know, a kind of rebellious kid. Yeah. You know, skipped, you know. You skipped football? Dude, skipped I skipped school? everything. Uh, like I was not in school. Like especially the second semester after, after like in senior year, you can. Can you? Can I ask if you graduated? Yeah. You graduated. Yeah. That's good. After I walked. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I the only yeah. One. I was just. And what's so funny is, I was I was cool with the you know, principal. Uh, I was cool with the. It's not called vice principal. What do you call those? Um, assistant principal. It's no, not assistant principals. Um, the dean. dean of- no, I wouldn't be dean. I can't remember what the what came what Edmond School is called. Them. They were like but not that the counselors, liked you. but yeah, the faculty loved me. Um, 
outside from my teachers is because I, I would pass a test, but just never show up for class. Um, you know, I just, I was doing other things, you know. Were your parents frustrated with you? Man, they were in a weird space during my high school mm -hmm. life. They were still together, but they were in a weird space themselves. So I think we were all just in a weird space. Yeah, um, in a way. You know, I was kind of floundering a little. Yeah, I never got involved in like drugs, really. I never really smoked outside for a few times at school, but that wasn't really never my thing. I just always was never there. Females was my was my addiction, unfortunately. Females. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, but you know. It has taught me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's better to go through that a little earlier in life. I think it's a lot better to go through it up, earlier yeah. as you're a kid you um, to learn those life lessons yeah. and whatnot. So, um, and you had your, I mean, you had the support of your family the entire time. So yeah. You were, and I, you know, you know, my, my, my best friends were my cousins and my, you know, my mom's yeah. best friends were my aunts and everything. So, you know, I always had that close niche of a family. Um, and then right after I graduated, I ended up working at uh, Bob Moore Mazda as a, as a car salesman. So I instantly got oh. thrown in a unique world of, I love cars. Did you sell the car? Did you sell cars? Were you good at it? I was, I had so much so potential. I had so much potential just because uh, I know how to talk. Right. And the issue was for me, to, it was hard for me to ask an older person for, you know. Money. Tens thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, and here I am. I'm 19. I think yeah, I was like nearly 17 selling have, cars. Yeah, I I can relate to that so much. Like I can be salesy, but when it comes to the the final the closure, yeah, I'm like I I'm not a closure. I hate it too. Yeah. I, I used to hate it. Now I'm I think I rock at it. But back then I used to hate it. I'm like I know I can do this, but I just have this stigma of well, I know you're probably getting ripped off, dude. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, especially with selling cars. You should buy this car. Yeah, you should. This car is a piece of shit. You should just buy a used car, dude. You're going to save so much more money. Right. Like, if you drive this off, it's not going to work jack squat. <laughs> um, and then after that, I quickly became a mailman. And I was making decent money for an 18-year-old. I was like the youngest mailman that year. And my both my mom and dad was in the post office. Um, so it was more like a family segue me into it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of kids do that. They go into the business that they're that their parents are in. Our, our old babysitter, her sister works at OG Needs. Her dad's worked her his entire career. I think that I think that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Um, so then how did like electronics and what like what we're talking into come into play, like microphones and audio? Like where did that kind of start? So I'll say this. So like um, I've always been just a, like a DIYer. Um, okay. So I've always just been just someone who just loves just figuring stuff out. As far as podcasting or even a business going, I just did this thing for these little kids where I had to talk about how this all just started. They asked yeah. me questions and everything. Richard they were was like, at the Boys and Girls Club. Well, not even just that. The, the ed, one of the admin oh, teachers did. reached out to me and wanted to uh, have me interview. Wait, that is hysterical. An admin teacher yeah. brought you back. I don't even think she knows. Did I she know you went to admin? I don't think so. Um, on the on the video. Of I made for them. I mentioned that, yeah, I, I, mean, I went to Edmond and whatnot, uh, but they was asking me questions. Like, so I was like, I didn't want to do, I didn't, I didn't think about my own business. My parents didn't own their own business. So, yeah. you know, I was thinking about, I just had to work, you know, find a good job that can support me. And if I get married, great. If I have a kid, cool, whatever. And, you know, that's that's the journey that will go down. Um, I had met my now wife uh, one day. I was, uh, she worked at a bank and, me and my brother, I enjoy heavy metal and concerts. Oh, so does my husband. You, he's been to every single concert at the zoo. You guys, uh, the concerts are back. Dude, on. 
He, yeah. he loves them. The zoo was a spot. And I won't go yeah, the zoo was yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> that's some good days. Yeah. That's some that's some good days. Anyways. Good well, like uh, nine inch nails at the zoo. Yeah, Slayer. Oh um, my gosh. Slipknot, no corn, like Rob Zombie. <laughs> You know, you name it, like just Marilyn Manson. You um, saw Marilyn Manson. That was by accident too, because we he did he was not the guy that we were wanting to go see, but we were already there, and our bands that Hari performed, and we were like, me and my brother kind of looked at each other like, well, you want to, you know, we're here. Yeah. You want to just stay? He's like, I oh, might as well. And wow, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say that was probably. I can't imagine because like how. You know, it's a show. I it's mean, a he, show. Yeah, but he 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 pushes that envelope. Like Bible scriptures were falling on us on one of his songs. Like he shot these. Like it looked like confetti into the air. And it was it was like, Bible like scriptures. ripped up Bible. Yeah, oh, it was intense. Whoa, sound tame. Uh, it, it was. In, I, I can. I, there's some bands I've been to that can easily make Lady Gaga <laughs> sounds tame. Oh my but, gosh. Um, so, anyways, uh, now the Mohawk makes sense. It all makes sense. Yeah, it all makes sense. I used to have a motorcycle. Book. I mean, okay. just the whole nine yards, blaring metal music everywhere Wait, so I go. So then, where does like the anime come in? Uh, just me liking cartoons and never gotten never gotten too sick of it. Do people <laughs> who like anime also like heavy metal? Is this like a weird dichotomy? I don't, I don't think so. Know no, about? no, okay, okay, really okay. Like most people like anime actually like like hip hop. Or yeah, like, yeah, that would make that or, like electronic music. Yeah, that would like make way more yeah. sense Stuff like to that, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm cut from a unique. You're cloth. just an, an enigma. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's just that describes everything that has happened. Uh, because like right after I met her, so she saw me going to a rock and roll concert, mm-hmm. and I used to like, it was intense. Look, <laughs> <laughs> what did you was wear? It a bigger mohawk than the one you have now. It was a skinnier mohawk actually, oh. but it was, was it spiky? Yeah, it was flat and spiky. Um. And it's I think British. I I think I ran in there because I just needed some money real quick. So I just ran in there. I had my like wife beater on or my muscle shirt on, and my aviator shades. And I used to have all these chains. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, I am dying. I got we'll I got one on Instagram. Yeah, I got yeah. a picture. I'll, I'll show you guys. Uh, anyways, I have Ben down a wrapper. I'm like, oh the whole nine yards. So anyway, I asked Wait, for a number. Wait, that is such a look. Oh, uh, don't get it twisted. It was a look. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Sounds like you worked really hard on that. Yes, one. it was it was a good look. Um, but um so you run to the bank yeah and um i ended up giving her my number is she your teller yeah she's my teller wait okay. but you had already met her at a concert no i never met her. she oh. she listens to a little bit but she really don't care for her like Not, he was running you were into at the, the bank. bank and you said there's a cute girl at the bank yeah i'm gonna give her my number. and um yeah she's like you need anything else i was like yeah give me your number that's a, that's a she lie was like, oh, wait oh. i guess that's what you'll give the other person your number because you want to be in control. Obviously, right? Catherine yeah. and I have been out of the game for I'm a very so long time. Yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I, no, I don't think yeah. I've ever given my number to someone like in that context. Yeah, because then if, at least there was nobody to call. Then where you give you my home number when I started dating? Yeah, I don't want to put you guys on like a weird game or anything like that. But yeah, I, you never give out your number because then there's like this weird anticipation that you don't know if that's the person calling you or not. So you're just okay, like, so you uh, who is this get, person? Okay. Yeah, I don't. Think... No, was, yeah, yeah. Okay, give me your number. Rules. Yeah, give it okay. to me, and then I will find the time to. Okay. Reach out to you to make sure that, you know, I'm prepared. You're not calling me because I'm like working or doing something else. Like gotcha. just controlled in my situation. Sorry. Anyway. I'm like, I'm still lost. But go for it. <laughs> so um she ended up giving her number and then we ended up starting to talk and date and everything like that. And, you know, she was at UCO, UCO student. Um, beautiful. I love my wife nowadays. Uh, but nowadays. she's but she's went through a lot with me. 
because uh, I slightly had a drinking problem. Um, I still had a, you know, I couldn't be committed to one person um, issue. Um, and then that was a year after that is when I got diagnosed with cancer. Oh, my goodness. No, actually, I take back. She got pregnant. And we had just broken up. And I was kind of like, wow, this is interesting. You're like, this is what I had in mind I, for I my, guess, yeah. Hmm, okay. How old are you? I am 24. Okay. At yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I lived a good portion of my 20s, you know. Yeah. Willy-nilly yeah, or whatever you want to call having it. Having fun. Like yeah, having fun. Our, well, maybe not Amy. She was a baby when she got married. but Yeah, I was 24 when I got yeah. engaged. Hey, there you go. But, you yeah. know. Things get serious. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know. So, um, Caden came um, in 2011. And you guys reconciled? Like, mm-hmm. Like together? you got back together? Like got back no, together? no, we were still we were still kind of separated, uh, or not officially together. Um, I, I was still a knucklehead. I put what like was a, that like? So you know this baby's coming. Mm-hmm. You know this person. Like what? Like, it was. It like, was what intense. What is that like in your mind? It was intense for me because I never. I was. I was out of my people that I used to hang with. I was not the one that was going to get married. I was not the one that was going to have any kids. Let alone, I mean, psh, that was not when you thought of you know. Richard or Buck, you did not think of a married, happy, you know, father who I am today. You thought of like, oh yeah, psh, you know, that's that's him. Like, interesting. Yeah, is Buck um, your nickname? Buck is my name. I thought I y'all knew that. that. You know? No, I had no idea. Hey, look at this. This is a that's, cool interview. Hey, oh we're God, at twenty-one wait. minutes. <laughs> Richard's keep. Well, Richard's actually, probably less because it took time. us a while to start. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, oh wait, that's not true. That's not true. That's right. So, um, how'd you get the nickname Buck? My dad liked Buck- Buckaroo Bonzo. Oh, that's. Oh, wait, you did tell us this. I felt like I did. Yes, 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 yes. I have too much stuff to Yeah, so yeah. he just starts calling me yeah. Buck for whatever reason. So do your parents still call you Buck now? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people still call me Buck. What do your parents say when you tell them you've gotten her pregnant and y'all aren't together? So that was the hardest thing. Like, I'm yeah. like, man, how do I break it to them? I didn't live with them. I moved out when I was like 18. So I was just like, but I still respect them in such right. a high regards. I'm like, I know they're going to be like, what? And I think because as parents, you think I did all the right things. You know, I gave them everything they needed. I, they haven't like you. I, I think I think when it came to me with my parents is that they knew I was going to just do what I'm going to do. And hopefully he just remembers what we you know, yeah, taught him. Taught and then as I grew, right. I think I've shown them that that, you know, Buck does remember right. everything somewhere in that head of his. Um so yeah, my dad was the last one to find out. I think she was like darn her eight months pregnant and think what's so funny was How did you they go to the site like they go into her bank? <laughs> what did the bank oh, things up no. here though? So, so, so I was able to keep it like hidden for a while. Chest, so you so I was able to keep it hidden right. for a while. Um I remember I think my dad was like, oh, you know that, that bank teller, DeAndre, the one you was dating, you know she pregnant now? I was like, Yeah. Oh, oh no, Richard, yeah. that is awful. <laughs> yeah. I cannot Wait, so you're I had told so my mom. mom I can't remember how I told my mom. Tell your dad. But uh, yeah, she didn't tell him because it was like you know, we know my, my dad's cool people. But back then, you know, he was a different person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like now, he I couldn't lived imagine all of you back then. He, he hadn't lived now through all. Has. of All he lived was twenty four years of me. Right. He didn't realize the next ten was going to be even tenser. Right. Um, so it was. It was just weird. It's just like man, you know, Ponch is going to be mad at you. Like, 
And that's crazy to think. I'm a grown man. Like, why am I tripping? Well, but that's just how it, you know, that's yeah, how it's close to your parents. I mean, I still worry about whether or not my mom's going to be mad at me. Yeah, um, me too. I'm 27, so. <laughs> I made my mom mad with a podcast. I and I texted Catherine. Too. And I was uh-huh. like, are you in trouble with your mom too? <laughs> yes. And I was like, yep, I'm in trouble too. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, that's how I still yeah. feel. So, um, uh, you know, Kaden was born and that just completely changed everything. Like, right. Man, I was like, whoa, this is. This is intense. Like this guy, he looked just like me when he came out. Like I was like, whoa, like, whoa, yeah. I did that. Like, need, need to get my SHIT yeah. together. And then I got diagnosed in that the following October. Oh my gosh! And at that moment, it was like a curtain closed for me, like mentally. Like I was, like, like that person before is just thinking. like not. No, just my life in general. You know, I thought you know, if you're uneducated and been told you have you know. Uh, cancer, you're all mad going to think of, you know, I'm about to die. What uh, kind of cancer? It was lung that? cancer, non-small cell. Um, and obviously, I mean, it's real hard to get lung cancer from smoking by the time you're 25, right? And I didn't even smoke. Right. I mean, you obviously I mean, get lung cancer from not smoking. Yeah. Right. So it was like, How did know. you figure out you had, I mean, how do you, yeah. So I had like heart issues cancer. back when I was like in high school. And so I I went to a doctor to always have like a, a sonogram done on my heart just to make sure everything's cool. And he had performed one. He called me back the next day while I'm still on my route. I'm still in Melbourne at this time. He's like, hey, Richard, are you busy? I was like, I'm at work. What's you're up, like, dude? Uh, is this a loaded question? Yeah, yeah, seriously. I'm at work. What's up? He's like, like, you're my doctor. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, can you think you come in? Like after you got off of work? I was like today yeah so i'm like i don't get off work until like you know four o'clock almost tonight or today he's like okay i'll see you then yeah i was like oh is everything cool he's like man i saw something on your on your on your image of your heart and it just kind of got me just i want to go over it with you so can you come in and i was like all right, all right I'll, I'll see you dang so of course i'm like stressed the heck out yeah and he showed me what it looked like like the previous year and what it looks like this year you can see like a little mass She's like a little, a weird looking shadow that was not there in the other picture. And he's like, I'm not a professional in this field. Right. But from what I do know, I think this is, you know, potentially something we need to investigate a little bit more. Um, How lucky are you in a way that you had those heart problems in high school, that you were going to the doctor every single year, that they were taking these scans? Otherwise, you would have spent a 25-year-old guy never going to the doctor and giving it like Yeah, that. and honestly, like, all the weird like if some people may call it bad luck, um, I feel it's all a blessing for me. Right. Like it really is. Cause if it wasn't for all this stuff, y'all sure would not have been doing a podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would still been cool, but you guys but would not have like done a Emma podcast. getting hit by the car mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Exactly. And, not, you know, and that's, that's why I like, I resonate with her story. Like, yeah. girl, you better go in there and talk. Yeah. <laughs> you better talk to them, girl. You better talk to them. <laughs> but just like the dangerous pregnancy and everything like that. Like I kept that a secret. I didn't tell no one. Like my my parents, I got diagnosed in the town. My parents didn't find it until 2013. Wow. Yeah, I, I couldn't hide it no more. I was like, I was in bad shape because I wasn't going to the doctor. I wasn't going to my therapy like I should have been. Why? Um, because I was just I was mad. You were mad. You had cancer. I was pissed off. Yeah. You know, I was super in my feelings. I did not want anyone to baby me. Like I didn't want people telling me, "Well, let's take it easy." You know, I was a guy who goes to heavy metal concerts. You know, I was a guy who had a motorcycle, getting into accidents and just popping back up saying, all right, well, time to buy a new bike. You know, I was that I was that person. So to get hit with something that I, in my mind felt weak at the time mm-hmm. was just utter, you know, BS. And you didn't know any other 25 year olds with cancer, right? At I mean, that time. Well, no, but I've, I met younger people 
with cancer. And Since then, yeah. But at the time, at the time, no. All I knew was that my my grandpa died of it. Right. And anytime that I even thought about wanting to tell my mom, she told me someone who just died from. It. I kid you guys not. And like I was you like, would go to tell her. I kid and you she not. Would, There'd be times oh I was gosh. going to her house to tell her, and she was like, "Man, Buck, you won't believe who passed away today." I'm like, "Who? So and so, so and so." I'm like, "Oh, dang. Hey, he died of lung cancer." I'm like, <laughs> "I'm not. Okay, I'm, well, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. That was just like, I, I'm like, well, oh um, my gosh. So how many mm, months did to it hear take that. you to tell? Yeah, how it took it took two years for me to tell him. What? Wait, so in during this two years, you're not going to treatment? I, you- I'm going to treatment, but I'm like doing it all myself. Um, what do you mean? Deandra finds out because me and her get into an argument after like therapy, and I I slip up in saying it. <gasps> That's how she found out. And she was like, "What?" Oh my! And gosh. then my roommate at the time, which was like one of my close cousin friends, he found out because same thing. He heard me arguing and he heard me say it and then he was like did he just say what i think he said oh my goodness and then my best friend like my i mean him, me and him was born literally four days apart from each other and we've been knowing each other since the day i've been born uh because him and my mom are like best we were best friends uh he found out years later yeah i was just trying to i didn't want to yeah. tell anybody i was just i was kind of ashamed of it surprisingly you know and would you make a different choice now as as a more grown person? I like to say yes, but then I like to say no because it's taught me such a huge lesson. Um, that summer, 2013, my I went went to therapy and um, my doctor was there. And I was like, it's kind of close to each other, but it was like, weird. What kind of therapy? Like therapy, like, like counseling? No, counseling. counseling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, that's pretty evolved for a 26-year-old I, I, kid to be going to therapy. I started therapy, like, I think when I was like 15. I had like a really bad concussion in high school from a basketball accident and I had forgot a lot of stuff and they had started enrolling me into therapy to try to help with that situation. So he was like, hey, what's up, Richard? I'm like, Doc, what are you doing here? You, 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 go, to, you go to therapy too? He was like, no, actually, I want to see if it's okay if I join you today. Oh, shit. Sorry. And I was like, no, no that's, this is your show. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Yeah. I guess. You know, How did he know I you don't were going to be there? You know everything I, you know, he knew my schedule, I think. Okay. Uh, I was like, well, you know, sure, I ain't got nothing to hide. I mean, wow. And the place at the time, I was like, maybe this is normal. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's, I don't think that's normal. That's not normal. Yeah, clearly, that. yeah. Right. So we go in there and do, they like rip me a new one. Like, they. Like, like get it together. Oh, dude, they're like, you're the selfish, you're the most selfish person I ever met. Your therapist and your doctor. And the doctor. Is this the doctor wow. who originally saw the scans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, this is the This is, this is your oncologist. This is your oncologist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. So he was like, he's like, you you you're just you're you're selfish, man. Like, picture your son not telling you and not allowing you to help him. And by now Caden's like two. Oh my gosh. So I was like, you're like, well, now that you said the sun card, I guess yeah. I have to get it together. <laughs> I gotta get together. Now that you brought up my child. I'm yeah. like, oh, crap. And I never thought of it that way. I thought I was protecting them right. by not telling them I'm like an idiot. And, you know, sure enough, I'm I'm the bad guy in the situation. Um, because, you know, what he was saying was just ringing in my like head. Like, A, I'm stressing myself out because I'm over here lying to them saying, yeah, I got like stomach ulcers. That's yeah. why I'm coughing up blood. Like, Ugh. yeah. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I'm just just lightheaded today. It was, it was hot outside, but I'm just coming in from chemo. Um, so that's when I started trying to make an effort to try to tell them and try yeah. to be more open about it. Um, and then it worked. Like 2014 rolled around. I'm on a healthier diet. Um, I'm actually entering remission. 
And then uh, I started losing this weight, like massive loss. Like I started getting super like skinny. Unusually. Like unusually. Yeah. Yeah. It's like about May yeah. and April. And people I worked at Sprint at the time. And I worked in a small group of people. And they were like, dude, you look bad. Like, are you okay? Like, it's summertime and you got a sweater on. I was like, no, I don't think I am, but, you know, I got to work. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, you know, long story short, you know, pneumonia has set in. Oh, as a result of <clears throat> just my just, just my just my immune system immune yeah system. my immune yeah. system is shot now that's the same reason why i had a you know had to go back this past mm-hmm. october when i first met you guys right. um and it was just so traumatic for me because you know i had a, i lost everything i couldn't afford to work no more um i had to move in my my parents um were you and Deandra back together at this time or no we were Yes. Like dating. Yeah, but we, were, not, we were dating. Not married. Or... We weren't married yet. Yeah. Um, we were deaf. We were dating. And um, you know, I remember just sitting at my mom's house one day, and it was during the Oklahoma had their, like, it was in the finals. And my best friend was there. And you could tell he didn't want to leave because I was like, I was 147 pounds. Uh, I couldn't swallow anything. I was throwing up my own spit. Oh my gosh. And he was like, I don't, I don't want to leave, dog. And I could tell he was getting mad at my mom. My mom was kind of in disarray, just kind of how serious yeah. this thing has gotten. And I was like, Mom, just just let's go to the hospital real quick. I don't think, you know, it's not, something's not, definitely not right. Um, I put my Batman onesie on. Going because everyone the, puts their Batman onesie on. Of course, you have to, to, you have to. <laughs> Um, but I was able to turn things around. Uh, they cleared it out my system. Probably spent like five days in the hospital. Just gave me some antibiotics, got it out of my system. And um, But Deandra was so cool because one night I couldn't get out of the bed. You know how you pee in the, the thingies? Oh, yes. I, I, I was trying to give it to her to throw it away or to pour it out or something like that because the nurse was taking too long. And then I, I couldn't get out of the bed. This is so TMI for your show. <laughs> I mean, we both had kids. Kidding? So yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. like. I we... wasted it on her. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, she didn't even trip. I mean, she tripped, of course, because because oh. it's liquid hitting you. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> my God! But she was like, oh. "I was like, oh my bad." She was like, "Oh, it's it's okay." Um, yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah, yeah. She's like, and then my mom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna marry you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry you." Oh, she's like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I love you." And granted, I was you know doped up. Well. <laughs> You know, so true, true feelings true, come true, out. True. So it's funny too, because after I got the hospital, she was like, I think one day she was taking me to my doctor's appointment. I couldn't drive, and um, she's like, "So I was thinking about, you know, three hundred people." Oh gosh! 200? And like, I'm I was like, thinking about the two of us. I was thinking, I'm like, what are you talking about? Office? Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, I remember when you proposed in the hospital. Is <laughs> no. that what she said? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Wait, how many days had it been where you said I still nothing? couldn't drive, so I was still like, like it had is, been with the like, yeah, a week when she, after she I got wanted to charge. marry you. You are so lucky. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I mean, because I was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, yeah, far away. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, that's a lot of people, you know. <laughs> we know that many people. Yeah. That didn't freak you out. You were like, I actually meant it, and it. it I can't, you know. I'll say it now because she knows now. But yeah, I couldn't say that then because you know she's yeah. been loving and taking care of me all this time. And you know, granted, I had a life changing moment, but I was still somewhat of a knucklehead at the time too. At the same time as well, and. So anyway, we ended up getting married and whatnot, but I had a friend. So during when I got the hospital, this is how the podcast part ties in. When I got the hospital, um, 
I started slowly gaining my weight back, but it was not like how I liked it to look. <laughs> uh, I was just gaining weight. And my buddy Elijah, me and him, I saw on Facebook where he had a boot camp. Oh, okay. And it was like right around the corner. And I was like, dude, you know, I'm still on oxygen, but, you know, can you still. <laughs> can I, can I pump oxygen? some iron? Can I, but I, some iron? <laughs> can I bring my oxygen? Yeah, I'm like, can I bring my. He's like, yeah, dude, just bring it. You know, my oxygen tank was like my wallet at that time. I just, you know, I packed it. <laughs> mm, I'm good. And, um, had an auction machine in the room. Great. I mean, you haven't lived life until you got, you know. My mother-in-law loves some oxygen. I love oh, it. She could go with it all. I was time. mad she that this it. time around when I went back to the hospital, they didn't give you no oxygen. I was like, I can't get no. You're like, no, we don't want you getting that. I'm like, no, you we guys know are about so you. You're, you're like, give me the good before. stuff. Give me the good right. stuff. Some so, people want pain medicine. You're yeah, like, I, I want my oxygen. I want my oxygen. <laughs> so uh, he, I went to his boot camp and it was one of the hardest, but best boot camp. I don't even like group session workouts. I in, I was in love with it. And uh, he was like, you know, we just really just started talking. And uh, I had some equipment. This the I had an LLC already because my cousins wanted to do something, but it didn't pan out too well. And uh, he was like, man, let's let's let's, let's record a podcast. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? about? What? what year, like, so what year is this? This is going in 2015. Okay. Uh, and FYI, I am engaged now. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> You said yes, yeah. 300 people will be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. So, um... <laughs> I was like, we're going to talk about it. Like, let's talk about fitness and video games. You know, that's something we both do. I was like, huh? Are okay. there any fitness video games? I have no idea. Do you know no, I mean? like how fitness do, and video games. I know, games. but like how do those two things really fit together? How we does heavy work. metal and anime fit together? I think yeah. Richard just right. makes he it work. Just, yeah, I just, you got to make things work. So um, he came over and we recorded our first episode. And I think at the time it was called A Show With No Name. Of course. Perfect. Yeah. Is that a Game of Thrones? You recorded reference? it with what? It was before Game of Thrones. Wow, yeah. that is. I had your mic. Okay. And another mic stand that we're not using anymore. And some headphones we're not all the equipment that we're not using anymore, but that mic. But this mic. Yes. Okay. And um <laughs> Can you hear me, everybody? Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> an still old work. mic. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we recorded it and then we started looking up. We was doing it every week. And then someone else was like, Hey, you know, I want to record a show. Can we use your equipment? And this time it's like my third bear in the house. So I was like, yeah, sure. I had, you know, kind of it. Are you out of your parents' house now and back into? Yeah, me and Deandra, we've moved, moved in. Moved yeah, in. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, now we are married. Okay. Um, and uh, and she wasn't using this third room. There was a bunch of boxes in there. So I was like, let's make this look nice. Um, so uh, Michael Eric Owens and Deshaun Thornton wanted to come on to the show. And just to let y'all know how wild my show was. Uh, at this time, it has been called the Black Box now, and they're talking. Michael Eric Owens is an older gentleman, professional. You know, sits on boards. Great guy. Deshaun Thornton is a young, successful black man that's a counselor, therapist. Great guy. Me and Deshaun used to spar each other at the boot camp. Okay. So we're I'm introducing them onto the platform. I was like, so let me guys ask you guys a question. You know, how do you feel about milk? I have a lot of thoughts on that, actually. So, but keep going. Okay. okay. So, uh-huh. D, so we called Deshaun DT. DT started sharing his information. I was like, "No, nah, I ain't talking about that milk. I'm talking about breast milk." What? How you guys feel about breast milk? So that's how extreme that show that was. <laughs> oh my god, I'm uncomfortable. Catherine's like, "Let me talk about it." Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So that's just how, how that's how random the topics were on that oh, show. Oh, interesting. So they started recording at the studio, and I was like, "Hey, here's a here's a computer. Yeah, here's a microphone. Do what you guys do." realized they didn't know what they were doing. So I was like, well, let me sit in over here and I'll, you know, help you guys with the audio and editing, stuff like that. Cause I knew how I'd do it. Right. And then slowly enough, 
Roxy by Design, or Roxy, she used to do my hair. Mm. She was like, I've been always wanting to do a podcast about, you know, my faith in God. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, well, you know, you come by. <laughs> come by. Yeah, so she came by and started recording. And then there was another podcast that I went to school with these guys, um, uh, Jeremy Evans and John Stone. I'm trying to shout out everybody. Yeah, for, shout out. I know I'll, I'll, I'll hear about it later. Yeah, let's shout <laughs> out. Why didn't you say my name? And I only got five minutes left, so I'm about to make this quick. I was going to so, say, can um, you handle this? Oh, psh- Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know. Give yourself seven. I might. No, I'm not doing that. Five, and then the final questions after your five. Okay. Okay. Keep okay. Going. You got it. You're wasting so, time. Yeah, I know. Tell me about. It. I'll, I'll just edit this part out. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Jeremy Evans Gamer Stand podcast came, and so I'm starting having more and more people. So at what, the that's house. like four or five podcasts. Four, four shows now. Okay. And then we had a, uh, the anime show start mm. coming in. And now we're at five. So and it's all the, word of mouth. All word of mouth. Everybody Honestly, says, it's oh, always, even till today, is word of mouth. It's all word of mouth. Or it's, you found we me on Google. Internet, well, right? I mean, how did we... you came up, I Googled Podcast Studio OKC and you came up and then one other. And then the one other was weird. And so he w- I called you and you were like, come to her. And it was great. Yeah. Five stars for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we need to give five stars. Yes. Oh, we do. We actually. Do full... Oh, yes. <laughs> That was coming. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay, why yeah. I said that. That's all good. That's all okay, good. We'll get we get so excited. It's always five stars. The love is so high. Just, yeah. Like the five stars is no. Of course, five stars. Do they have six stars? Also, all of our guests, I feel like when they come and they're really good, I'm always like, you should have your own podcast and Richard should produce it. Yeah. And that has actually happened as well, you know, because yeah. of that that little sand right there yeah. has triggered clientele here. Um, so about 2016, I was like, man, there's too many strangers coming to my house. Like, right. And it felt yeah, weird telling like my kids thing. to be quiet. Right. I stayed by a train track. So, you know, you hear like this faint choo choo <laughs> in the background on certain shows. Uh, so then that's when we moved into the build, um, here at the studio. Um, and yeah. So what, five, almost five years? Uh, 2016 or two? Five years yeah. this year at this building. Wow. Yeah. So how many podcasts do you record now? Now nine. And are all of them? And we are your biggest pain in the butt by far. Yes. No, (laughs) by far you guys are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Luckily, all you guys, I mean, being your own business owner and luckily in the type of business I'm in, I can cater, I can accept the clients that, this is going to sound weird, but like the people who really want to vibe with us up here, vibe with us. Yeah. Like like you guys, once y'all feel like, this is it. This is this is second I home. I feel like we fit right in. And we, we I I think so. We yeah. have a cocktail hour with all or not whatever like some sort of a get together with all, all the, the other podcasts. podcasts. So we we were so last else. year Bef- so many cool plans. Yeah, before oh, yeah. COVID. Oh wait, we're in a pandemic. Sorry. Yeah. Still in <laughs> so last year was the the crazy thing because so I quit my job. Mm-hmm. When did you quit? How many years did you have the studio before you quit your job? Uh, the studio was I guess I started in 2015, so five years. Four years up in this building. Yeah. And things were going smooth and I had these cool plans. That I was like, I know we're about to like, I don't need this full-time job. I might be able to get a part-time job and I'll be all right with that. Right. And then sure enough, I quit my job February 29th. No. Of last no. 2020? Yeah. No. I kid you not. Oh my God. <laughs> and then of course, after that, you're you hearing- watching the news? Well, you, you're hearing it. But you're thinking like, okay, we, I, we've survived I, I was in N1Z1. On February 20th and, for a week. So I Yeah, actually, I'm either. with you because I sent my kid to school. I sent have been to school on March 10th, I think it was. 
and then the world shut down on the 12th. Honestly, I think like, I, I, I kept I sending was, my kids to school I, until... I, yeah. I kept sending my kids the whole time. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, I don't think it's the worst. It's just we, no, I, yeah, we survived I, so much other yes. stuff. The swine flu, all this other right, stuff. I thought it was just exactly. something like Ebola, that. Ebola, whatever. whatever yeah. It was. We like, yeah. Yeah, I lived fine. in Dallas during Ebola, by the way. And you survived it. Yeah, yeah and I was at TCU for swine flu, and that was in Fort Worth. Oh, wow. It was a... My dorm, there was my dorm, a street in an elementary school, and they had six cases of swine flu in the elementary school. You would have never known it existed in my See, mind. That's what I'm, that's, and that's, how right. that's what we were used to. So I wasn't like, I heard. I was like, huh. Yep. I, I see what you're saying. It's you know yeah. I need to be careful because my immune system's trash. Well, but, that's right. Hands and, yeah. But still, yeah. you know, I wasn't really like thinking, oh crap, I have to cancel like everything, shut down the studio, and whatnot. It's so wild too. You never got COVID. It's that interesting you know of, that I know of. That you know. I mean, um, you could have been asymptomatic. Yeah, which I doubt it because yeah. I got hella, I got. Yeah, you've got, I got super got sick. sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they tested you in the hospital. Man, the hospital, they test me six times. In For those, COVID? Yeah, in those days there because they can't treat no one with COVID. Right. They have to put you in a different hospital. Oh, yes. Nonstop, nonstop. I didn't even cry no more. Like my, my glands were just like. Eh. Honestly, the first COVID test I got, I thought it felt kind of good. Really? Out of yeah, because I, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is a sensation I never felt before. Yeah, I was Every like, time. and then Jeff would tears. Jim, He's like, I've been oh, wanting Jim to scratch that spot. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that feels like, great. Oh, God, that itched up there. Anyway. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much, you know, in the studio we've had, you know, I think me and Elijah tallied up. It's been over 2,500 episodes. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Emmy, we're, are you 25, Richard? 24. No, he's what, 26. 26? Oh, we're, at 20, we're halfway through the year. Yes. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, really? Already? Yep. Oh, wow. I know. Richard, thanks for helping us all. I know. Uh, you guys are. You're you guys so make the job and easy. Sweet with us. Really? Are you kidding? <laughs> no, really. You guys do. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love all my clients. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I love them all. Yeah. I love them all. Are we the first to have you as a guest? Uh, the first as me as a guest. Like that's like this style. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Cool. I've been guests on story. other shows that. Yeah. Aren't asking your whole life story and digging deep. Into they kind of have, but you know, the, you guys highlight the full platform. The other shows I had to like half the show was about me, the other half was about whatever he's going to talk about. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so. are you ready for first final question? I am. Okay. So the studio in ten years, you in ten years. We haven't really talked about Oklahoma City that much, but maybe OKC in ten years. What What do you see? That put us in with twenty thirty one. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I, yeah, I said it so easily. Like we've already like hit there. Gonna, you're, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Oklahoma City is gonna be like off the charts. Like I agree. You know, I, I think it'd be. I don't. Know, I can't see us having our own football team just because of how big our college sports are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'll be downtown. Will look like fantastic. I believe. Like yeah. the way that Sizzletail Park. I finally drove past there a couple like a couple weeks ago. Actually, from hearing a y'all show talk about it so much. And, <laughs> You know, downtowns looks amazing, especially what they're doing. Go for a walk. Yeah, me, my wife said that earlier today. Saturday like, morning, the farmers market started last week. You That's right. Take the maybe, kids yeah. go to far, the farmers market. It's so much. Fun. Well, you need to, the kids area is awesome, especially for your son's ages. Yeah, I think they will love it. Yeah, they will love it. Um, as far as the studio goes, um, I definitely want to be in a new location. Um, nothing against this place. This has held me down, but ten years from now. Uh, it's definitely going to be in a different location. Uh, I want to. I want Black and Studios to be the spot that podcasters definitely want to go to to be able to help podcasters. Because right now, the sponsorships with podcasters is just weird. Um, it's a wild west. Yeah, it's, it's wild west right now. Yeah. And uh, I'm this year. I'm trying to dedicate myself to figuring that system out. I want to be able to create a system to where 
you know, we have the network, especially here locally. You know, right. If, if I'm recording nine shows here at one location, we have a Oklahoma City network. Mm-hmm. And if I can shoot that to local businesses saying, hey, let us advertise for you. This is what the studio would get. This is what these shows would get. This is what. Or like your vibe is this. This show would yeah. be the best. Yeah, we, or, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you reach out to media companies, mm-hmm. the companies that buy and sell media. They do they for. Yeah, like Tyler Media or. Yeah. yeah. I want. Oh, I, 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 in 10 years ago, I want, I, want, I want to be them. Yeah. Um, I bet you could be in the podcast realm. Yeah. 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 Hardcore. Um, Wait, let me ask you a question about podcasts. Are you on Clubhouse? Have you guys gotten on Clubhouse yet? I, so. I got it, but I don't have an iPhone. So I have it on my oh, dad's old have, iPhone they don't have it because for, I don't have it for Android. So I've been listening to it, and I'm wondering whether or not they're recording Clubhouse in the same way that they're recording podcasts. So I believe- so I, What's the net? Like, are podcasts going to stay big? Are we going to get into more live I think, conversations like they're doing on I Clubhouse? I think live is going to be a huge thing. Uh, and whenever you guys are ready for it, let me know. Um, we want to do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to do it. we got to okay. come up with the We have right. to put on makeup, though, that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you get, you get upset. Hear, you get upset when I pull out a camera. Our voice, though. We don't have to do live. Like Clubhouse, you can't see the people. That is true. You can do live audio. Yeah, but true. I think you guys should also do live, like, visually. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, I know somebody that can dress us, so it's fine. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> she <laughs> might own a store. Not Emmy needs any help, by the way. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where – that's that's my vision. And then by the 10 years, I hope Caden is up here actually running the – like starting to run the ship. I want this to be his business or Kaya's business if they want it. Aww. Does yeah. he like to come up here? Oh, they both love it. Um, you know, I, I told Kaden about it just last night. I was like, man, you know, I'm trying to do this and this, you know, maybe one day you can own the studio. He's like, what? Well, see, this goes back to your parents being in the postal system and they're, you know, you really like think, I think my kids are going to come own Greta Sloan. Jim thinks our kids are going to be lawyers and come work with him. He's like, mm. we'll call it Buxton and Buxton and we'll get it. Ooh, you guys sound... can practice law with me and we'll go to court. I mean, he makes him so excited. Do you sit there and be like, no, that's I'm not like, the point. I feel like Buxton no. is such a name with charisma. It does. Like I mean, Buxton and Buxton. Sounds yeah. Like does that a, sound good? Yeah, uh-huh. it does. It does, it does sound have a good. Don't, to it. Don't Sorry. Tell them. I don't does, think my dad ever thought I was going to be in trucking. <laughs> Well, do you, you got the plaid shirt on? I do have a plaid shirt on. I look like a trucker. A little bit. As a ruffle, though. Puff uh, sleeve. You'd be a cute trucker. Well, oh my gosh. It's like I, my dad, I just that took me back. Just hold on for a minute. But um, they're called lot lizards, what are like the women who work trucking stations lot like work work that's it yeah really and um it's bad enough you already have to do right. my lizards. lot lizards and my dad had given like me a teddy bear that had his trucking company like it had a t-shirt with his trucking company well when i put it on my american girl doll it was like a it was like a crop top <laughs> and he was like your american molly looks like a lot lizard <laughs> and i'll never forget so anytime we see is someone, that when he told you what a lot lizard he, is? well i i always knew what they were growing up oh really so not exactly. i I don't think I knew exactly the extent of their um, profession, profession, but I definitely understood that those were women who were scantily clad. I've never heard of that term mm-hmm. before. Yeah, that's why. I'm going to have a whole new perspective now when I go to the Loves on my way to Kansas oh. City this weekend. Yeah, oh, they're all over. Lot lizards oh. everywhere. Lot lizards, yeah. Lot lizard. Okay, you ready for final question? Final okay, question. Richard, I know you've heard this question. Oh, man. How many times? 25 times. times. Yeah. At least 25 times. The 26th time. Okay. Yeah. But it's for you. A friend comes to visit from out of town. I show up at the airport. You pick them up. 
you can do anything you want for the day. What are you going to do? No so, pandemic. Money's no object. Kids are no kids. Whatever you want. So me and my sister used to do this thing called Ratchet a Classic. Ratchet or, or Classic ratchet? to Ratchet. There we go. Classic, classic to, ratchet. to Ratchet. Okay. Where we will get a small group and we'll dress up like suit and tie, dresses, get a limo. Stop. Pick us up at mom's house and we will start the epic journey. We'll start at like a classic restaurant. Um Wait, where are we starting now? I where do I want to go? I don't know. It's been forever since I've actually been to a place. I finally I know. just Who went to. A restaurant I finally went to Fire. Is it Firebird? No. Yeah, and Chisholm Creek. Yeah, I finally oh, went yeah. there, and that was the first restaurant I've been to in over a year. Wow. And it was tripping me out. I was like, Why are you close? Oh, you're the waitress. Sorry. Take your mask off. Like the yeah. DeAndre was like, take off your mask. I was like, no. Did you see, by the way, that they print the calories on that menu? Yeah, I thought that was pretty dope. No, well, I, I can't. No. Except for they're like, oh, you have to get the lobster queso, and it's like yeah, twenty like three hundred calories. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I thought it was cool. Right? I was like, at least yeah. I know now. But oh, yeah. um, so we we'll used to get a limo, and we'll visit three locations, and just get completely smammered, smammered <laughs> by the last location. Just like that's why it's called ratchet because you're just oh. acting ratchet at that moment. So, um, so I don't where even, are you starting out? In this that's what I'm trying to think. Where would I start trip? out from? Because it's been so long. Um, okay, well, since it's been so long, what have you been? Is there a type of food you've been dying to have? Is well, like right a, now I'm on a weird diet to where I'm not eating meat and dairy. So, oh, me either. Uh, okay, well, yeah. So I'm not even on a weird kick. Yeah, but um, I got you there. Yeah. So I don't even yeah. have a taste for anything. But I do know two places I would want to go to. I know the middle stop should be Tamashi's. Oh, um, oh, we've talked just, about yeah, because I'm I'm just in love with them, and they have a good patio atmosphere I and whatnot. You better and it's get right there, there early or get your name on the list or something. Oh yeah, that's what always we always do. We always reserve. We re- we reserved everything throughout this whole adventure. Okay. Well, that one you can't, right? Huh? Don't they don't no take reservations? reservations. Who Tamashi Tony Yeah, uh, maybe they do. I don't. And think... I just never make them in time, so I can never. Me, go. I don't know. Okay, we'll continue. So that would definitely be the middle spot. I'm trying to think what would be the Guinness spot. Honestly, what would be super dope if we just like kind of just stocked up in the limo and just toured downtown. We yeah, normally wait yeah. until like our second to last de- destination tour, but I think that'd be better to just get the sunlight or the sunset of downtown. Yeah. Um, maybe stop by the Skirvin to get a pre-drink there. Oh yeah, that'd be a good mm, spot. That'd be nice. Yeah, my cousin works there. Wait, I want to know like the ratchet spot. So the ratchet spot, <laughs> man, the ratchet spot can be like. Uh, nowadays, what would it be? It'd probably be a, a taco stand. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh, like a truck? Like the, oh, oh yeah. You ask Chris Castro for that. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. I have to go to the South Side tonight, and I was like, ooh, maybe I'm going to call Chris and ask him where I should eat dinner. We were you supposed should. to have lunch with him today, but we didn't. I know. We're yeah. with you instead. Oh, uh, that makes me feel special because that dude's pretty awesome. Well, he canceled <laughs> on us, actually. I know. Well, I, I, I still feel special. <laughs> I still feel special. I know I didn't give you the great, uh, you know, the hot chocolate that he brought us. But you did, Richard did bring us some wine. I tried to. You know, it's, substitute. It's really but yeah, that would be that would be it, and just you know, having a good time. Uh, we would. But we would by taco that. spot, are you like talking Taco Bell? Oh just, no, no, like a local. No, spot. we need like a local spot, yeah, good, good, like okay. to where we can like. I'm just wondering how would. drunk you are. I am wasted. <laughs> I am because Taco yeah. Bell. Is I remember the like best in the past. I remember in the past, Ratchet class. I used to like. If I ever saw like a minivan, it used to like get me all geeked up, and I like go down there. You know, how like the minivan's got the little like the front is like a sleep stope. I'll try to slide down there. Oh Maybe. my god! That's how. That's at the how end of the there. night, that was. Oh there. yeah, that's the best. I'm just like imagining people in suits like sliding down. And that's what's so cool because we're just everybody's like, what are like, they what? doing? Are they what's at a wedding? What's wrong? With no, people? we're just we're just having a good time. <laughs> well, you have to plan it. Oh, definitely. That's the what we do. We normally take like months to plan it. You know, gets everybody's money and just be like, all right, guys, y'all ready? And boom, show up and we just 
You know, we don't care about nothing else is, in the world. Um, the gr- not the gray. What's the? Oh, you guys suggested my first place. Okay, not the gray sweater because it's real fancy. Um, but what's the place next to it? The um, black walnut. Black walnut. What black, about black walnut's walnut? cool. Um, so downtown. Are you going? Like, are you eating a full dinner? You're not, right? You're just going for apps and drinks. No, we actually do. It's wherever people feel like. So, like some people. That's. Used I was going to gonna say vast. Oh, vast, because then you can see the whole city. Yeah, that, actually, that was going to yeah. be my suggestion. I am low key planning mm-hmm. the next classy mm-hmm. retro right now. Okay, and vast is a start. I would do vast, and then I would go to like Barrios or Revolucion. Where's Revolucion? I've heard it's, of that um, before. Oh, it's on Classen. Off the like class and curve? No, like down by the Jones. Okay. So you could go to Vast and then go to Revolution. And then you could end up at the ramen place, the one that's off of Garo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Garo does have a a nice plaza ratchet feel to Mm -hmm. it. But what's the other one? I always want to say it's Tamashi's and Garo. And there's like two other ones now. Yeah, there's another one too. Vast, Tamashi. Vast, Tamashi. And then like, and then Revolution? Or like Gaiutis. Like, oh, what about the ca- oh my god, this Cajun place? Only you know what though, it's, it's too light and big. We're gonna well, come up with the final yeah. stop. Yeah, we're gonna come up. With the final I'm excited. Stop. That's a good. That's a good idea though. Am I going like black tie for this? I'm inviting myself on this. Yes, that's what you do. Way. Like you, we literally like I've rented a tux for this event before. Wow, the I want to return in one piece. Well, they're they're cool with me, so they don't you know they they don't really mind as long as I stay. <laughs> Richard, everybody's cool with you. Like whatever. They're like, hey, do you know you missed like all of our, like somehow our buttons are no longer on the shirt. I'm like, my bad, sorry. So sorry about that. All right, I'll advertise for you. (laughs) I get the feeling that you pretty much make friends everywhere you go. You and Catherine have that superpower. I'm a little bit more. You no, you got too. it too. You're, eh, you're great. A little, a little bit. That, yeah. No, you, you got it. At least from what I've seen. Well, you guys have some great interviews. And I just want to thank you guys both for you know having me on y'all show and course. giving me a platform. And- well, tell people. Well, okay. First, for first of the last questions, although we've already had a final question, but like if somebody's interested in starting a podcast, what would you say are their first steps? Do it. Do it. Just do Just it. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Um, and if you don't want to deal with the equipment like Catherine yeah, and I did, no, hire Richard. Yeah, come Richard. up here. I mean, um, uh, now you're not, you can't come on Monday mornings. Just saying. So you know. Monday mornings <laughs> are, are closed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if, you, if you're wanting to start a YouTube channel right now, we're actually, we just literally, I just came from the Boys and Girls Club where we're launching a youth creator a youth create youth content creator program. That's so cool. Uh, so it's a pilot program amazing. right now. Um, this summer, we're probably, we're probably going to open it up to different schools and different venues That's as well. That's so smart because these, I mean, it's providing jobs now. I mean, you can have a job. This is a real Your job, job right. you know, these are jobs now. And there's so much more into it. Right. Like, honestly, if you want to start a podcast, I can probably be your your coach into it. Yeah. But right well, now, I'm, I'm actually not taking any more clients. You aren't? <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, well, then wait. never mind. <laughs> Yeah. We're still going to send them your but way. But I'll definitely so send them my way because- When you're ready to move yeah. you know, to a new space, you'll have some- And I can still help them out. Right. Um, and hopefully, I'll say this off air, but yeah, uh, hopefully I can take clients. I can find a producer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so okay. where can people find Black & Studios? Black & Studios, B-L-A-C-K-E-N, Studios with an S on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, our website, Black & Studios, where you guys should catch the Action City show, the Go Ask Your Daddy show, and all the other shows that record- weekly and bi-weekly there. Well, thanks, Richard. Yeah, thank Richard, you guys. we loved it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your listening to these stories. You can find us on Instagram at Action City OKC. 
or for business inquiries, email us at hello at actioncityokc.com. Action City is produced by Blacken Studios. You can find the studio on Instagram and Facebook at Blacken Studios. Creative services provided by Ranger Creative. Music written and performed by Kansas City Bankroll. <laughs>